Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled Podcast. All right. Yay, it's October. Yay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this episode it's comes like out real October third or something. Yeah, yeah. Last month we were just pretending. Yeah. It feels about the same as it did last month yeah. when we were pretending, but it feels different. You know, it seems different. I don't know. Um, how's everybody doing? Doing Set pretty eight. good. Good. And looks like she's counting. Um, oh, my pattern's off somewhere, and I just can't figure out where. Don't you hate it when that happens? I'm gonna <laughs> fake it right now. <laughs> Um, well, I guess we could just jump right in. Yeah. Who wants to go first? What are you working on? Uh, Karen, what are you working on? Uh, well, in my hands is the fizz. It's a pretty cool texture. Um, yeah, isn't it cool? It's this. It's a cowl and either my, <coughs> pardon me, my, tech, my, it's a combination of linen stitch and little tiny baubles. They actually are called tiny baubles and abbreviated at, with a T and a B. <laughs> And it's an assigned pooling project. That's where you have a, a fairly plain background. It could be of any particular color with maybe this one has very pale pastel speckles. And then it has one section of really bold color. Nice. The idea is that it's different from planned pooling. In planned pooling, you, there's more math involved. With this one, you're just driving along the road in your pattern and when um, a pop of color comes up that's that's di different, that's a concentrated pop of color, it's like, we're turning off to go see the side attraction. And then when that color is done, then you're back on the road with your pattern. Nice. So, that sounds fun. <clears throat> it is fun. It is. Uh, it's, um, yeah. Cool. I like the texture. And because it's um, linen stitch, which is something we, we taught a, a while back at, and a kappa, but I don't know that we've done it any time in the last five years. It was like all the rage for a while. Yeah, I like the way it, it's a nice mix. And she the the pattern I'm following by um, Don Bark <coughs> Don Barker yes is um it's on it's linen stitch but on eights mm. so it has a say, nice straight. I tend to avoid linen stitch just because it takes so freaking long to knit. But it does make a nice fabric. It makes this nice fabric. And if it was just linen stitch, I can't tell you how many linen stitch projects I had great hopes for and then abandoned <laughs> yeah. out of boredom. So having this little once in a while, ooh, when's the next little pop coming? Yeah. It keeps me engaged. Yeah, definitely. You know, I will say, I'm like, it says it's a two skein project. And I'm like, okay. when I, I really want to play yarn chicken because then that would mean I'm almost done with one skein. <laughs> but I'm not there yet. Um, but you're like i'm ready pick me for the team <laughs> i mean yeah. a cowl is a, like you could stop it whenever you want so it is yeah but this is clearly too too narrow for at where i'm at how big is the neck <laughs> i actually <laughs> depends on the person i like a cowl to be able to cover all of the neck and squish a little bit so because whatever it is is going to fall flat a little bit and i don't want that little strip between my ear the top of you know my ear and the like the the actual place you want to keep yeah. warm. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, when, what you have now is not going to keep you warm. No, it'll be an accessory. It will. Yeah, and 
Yeah, I won't wear the an accessory, but yeah. So I highly recommend this. This is nice. It's a fingering weight. Um, she doesn't give you a particular cast on in this one. I did a, um, what I call it? It's a alternating um, cable cast on, which has the look of a stretchy cast on. What's the one that you that you like so much? That's I like the German twisted or whatever that's called. It's similar to this where you no know, the one you just did a blog uh, a post on. Oh, oh the tubular. tubular okay, so this is like a tubular, but without having to guesstimate the yarn at all. There's no. You don't have to guess them. The two-year cast on. There's lots of different there's, ways to do it. There, 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 there are some ways. There are some ways that require that. Not in yes. the way I was um, talking about, like it was my boyfriend. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so I've got that nice, and I have another project that I that it, um, many of the gals are doing called the summer sweater. Mm-hmm. But I am experimenting with a different way of doing it on DPNs. These are, I saw this post from someone who was like telling me, saying that while he knows it's very unpopular, he doesn't really like circular needles, particularly for lace and color work, because when they sit on the cable, he feels like they can change. And he goes, yeah, I know you can fix it in the block, but wouldn't it be nice if you didn't, if it stayed stable. So he uses 14 and 16 inch DPNs. (laughs) So I'm trying I think it. I'd rather risk that than I feel like every time I do color work on DPNs, the join between the needles is always a little iffy. So I don't know. Well, let's see what you think. Because <laughs> these are huge. This is real old school knitting. Um, yeah, so and I know what we did before circular. Yeah, this is what we did before circular. Elizabeth Zimmerman is screaming in her grave. <laughs> and I'm not saying I love it. But I don't not love it. So why are you doing it? But I don't not love it. <laughs> okay. Well, I can see the point. Like, I, I, can, can, I can see the point I can this see, now that I know the reason. My lace it. is more stable. The sections that I've done are more stable and seem to be working fine. Um, I'm not I'm not having problems keeping going in the round. Um, so, and I know that these are 16 inch, so they will fit any size body. Pretty much each no the length of each DPN is sixteen inches so I have five of these, um so that way I'm on one one set of needles for the entire thing. I am being like any time you do DPNs I am being mindful of my join but so far it hasn't been bad. Yeah, lace is different than <clears throat> like color work when you have the floats. I always feel like that's yeah like a little I, like I see the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be more apt to try it in what you're doing with mm-hmm. the lace because I can see the sense of the yarn overs probably retain their shape a little better Yeah, when you come back to work into them. Yeah. But I mean, I just, ha- I mean, this I- could be solved by where you put your ends, but like I'm doing the lace cuffs of my Alpine Bloom on double points because mm-hmm. it's a sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and yarn overs ended up being at the edges of the dpns which is a danger i never thought about yeah and i'm working with a i'm working lace but in a cotton linen blend which is already you know a little on the slippery side and it seems to be these are addies and but they're not like the metal that you expect from addy they look like like an anodized silver these are aluminum yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're talking real old school they're not even quicksilver no so 
I'm not crazy about that texture. The tips are okay. But, you know, with so many long tips, it gave me a reason to get even more stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very cute. The stoppers are really cute. Yeah. You should take us on a tour of your stoppers. <laughs> like, I'm oh, serious. Sure. Okay. Well, They'll be in the picture, guys. Oh. Well, okay, the yarn. I have um, a really fun, like, it's supposed to be like an aluminum. It's a Christmassy mug. It's got a Christmas tree, and it's got, like, um, like a little camp buffalo, like a buffalo plaid on it. I've got my classic camper. Um, there's a llama on here, but I actually have it. I traded one. I I couldn't get the 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 brown llamas like like one of our customer one of our students does has. I could only get the cream kind, and so we were like you know like friendship bracelets. Oh. We, we traded. We so we each have a stopper. Of That's this. adorable. Um, and then there's Christmas stockings. Well, they're more like socks, not stockings, yeah. but they're like in a fair aisle Christmassy. I'm in a very Christmassy mode. Cute. So, yeah. Well, that project looks like torture to me, but I hope you're having fun with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I wish I, pardon me now, wishes I'd only ordered one to see if I liked it, but oh, what do you, you know, oh. when you're trying to do sizes. Well, because you got to do your swatch first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could do I your mean, swatch on so, any needle, but. <laughs> But I mean, technically, the, it should be the same. I know, I know. I know. They don't sell them here in the UK. There's only one place where we live in the US. Well, okay, <laughs> there. That tells you something. See, I'm not my, my brain. It's not my fault. It's, not okay. my fault. it's been it's, a week. Um, peak week for allergies. That's why I sound <coughs> the way I sound. Earlier, I'm sure that's my... that and other things. So I do have four sizes. I just I didn't go for the super small because the idea of doing super small on something this big, I'm never going to do a sweater on these. But these are for doing You're sweaters. You're getting a sweater on those right now? No, on the super small ones. Oh, okay. Like on a size one and a half or two. Those sound like famous last words. No, no. I <laughs> I am really confident. But, you know, because they're long, also there's another additional problem of what kind of project bag are you going to put 16-inch DPNs on? A very long right? one. It looks like you have and a And I do. Bag. I have a bag that I made for other purposes that is working just fine it's like a, a super long tote bag where it's it's circular but it's really like it's like for you put a yoga mat in it uh-huh so since uh i don't really take a yoga mat anywhere i'm happy to use them for my projects anywho that's what is currently on my needles nice um and you want to go next no okay you can go next okay <laughs> um i am uh, James and I are house-sitting, so my mm, projects are limited to what I have brought with me and what is in my office, which is really not that limited because there's <laughs> a million things in there. But I'm... We've I only have TARDIS in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I only have two things that I am working on. Um, two sweaters. The critical knit one that I talked about last month um, is in this bag that I'm digging out. So I have separated for my sleeves. I finished the color work. I put the body on hold Ooh. and I'm knitting the sleeves um, first mm. before I go back and I finish the body. So. Oh, with that new method you're talking about. That no new method. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Um, ladder back jacquard. I'll tell you the, tr the the tension on that is perfect. Yeah. I mean, it needs a good blocking, but 
Um, you know, I heard that if you use really long. Uh, oh my! <laughs> my fair aisle would be absolutely perfect. I What's wouldn't that? have any tension. I bet I, I bet I have that size. I think I'd rather that poke my eyes out. Good. Thank you. <laughs> you probably. I'm confident could. in my blocking skills. <laughs> you probably could poke your eyes out. So far, Karen's doing good. Oh, She's you good definitely safety. could. <laughs> good safety going. You know um, what? I think when I go to my car, I'm going to make sure I have the spare in hand. <laughs> yeah, I, those are weapons. They are. 16 inches, I don't know, steel maybe, aluminum, maybe not I so mean, much. I mean, it's still metal. It's still pointy. <laughs> um, for those who like Psycho. <laughs> not Psycho. Yeah, yeah Psycho. Yeah, yeah Psycho. You, okay. you made the Psycho noise. Um, so I'm just cruising along on the boring part, and I'm trying to decide what kind of color work I'm going to add in the body or the yoke or what I want to do with the rest of it. I have a, a sort of a deadline in mind um, which is like mid-October so I this is the one that I'm uh, keeping at the house where we're staying so this is my only knitting project up there so if I want to uh, knit that's what I have to work on. What constitutes that deadline? Um, we're going on a trip and it will be chilly-ish so I want to wear it. Ooh. Um and it's we're going to big bear and it's going to oh. be like a high of 60 maybe Lovely. which is like that's cold enough for a sweater oh, maybe yeah, absolutely um and then i let myself cast on for another project because i wanted one that wasn't that one <laughs> um and because i you're allowed to do whatever you want yeah 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 <laughs> um this is yarn from our well, no, I didn't get it on our trip to Orkut, but I bought more of this yarn when we were up there. But this is, um, I think it's Juniper Moon. Patagonia is the oh, name of the yeah, yarn. that yarn is very attractive. Yeah, it's like an organic uh, American wool uh, DK weight. And then it's going with this skein of, um, hold on, I have the label because I can't remember the name of it. Feederbrook Farm uh entropy dk is the name of the yarn feederbrook is the company it's a bfl um like hand spun hand eye sort of uh what is it spin cycle ish kind of dupe i think that that is has a name i think it's called like helix um i always thought it was like yeah 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 yeah. you're right i was gonna say barbara pole but that's two different colors um yeah it's like a color shifty um two ply beautiful thing yeah so those two are going together into this um sweater that i i knew i wanted to make some kind of color work yoke sweater and i just had to pick a color work yoke sweater pattern and the one i picked is called sheep camp um i'm making that oh yeah yeah i'm making it in a diff like a weird combination of things from two-year-old does oh nice did you have you talked about it no. And I just forgot? Not at oh, all. Okay, good. No, it's a secret. Okay. <laughs> it's a secret. Sorry. Not anymore. Well, you spilled me. It's in my secret queue. Of, <laughs> like, oh, I really, and I, it's like, keeps inching up because it looks like such a fun sweater. Yeah. I'm very much enjoying it. It is um, a really simple color yeah. work yoke. Um, so my background color is this um, kind of like whiny. Uh, what is it called? W-I-N. Yeah, whiny. E-Y. <laughs> Mulberry. Is the name of the background color. And then my shifting is sort of like... It almost reminds me of like a pied dress. Like that sort of yeah. color palette. Like purples and greens and like fall colors um, for the color work. So that those are the two projects that I am working on. Two sweaters. Um, yeah. What are you working on, Anne? Um, I am still working on my Alpine Bloom. I really thought I would be 
way done with it. But I like confidently. Have you ever like done math in your head on how you're going to split up your DPNs and then really F that up? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a major F up. But like, I was like, and how so? Well, so I'm supposed to cast on 104 stitches for my sleeve size. Okay. And I was like, well, how am I going to divide this up? It's eight stitch repeats. Mm. I'll put 32 stitches on each needle. That works. And I like in my head just kept doing the math to make that work. Yeah. That's 96 stitches. I was going to say that math is not math in. <laughs> it did not math out. You are correct. Um, so I will have made three lace cuffs and that's a little disheartening. Mm. It's, it's easy to dishearten me. <laughs> I had to start this sweater over. It's like you do like a rolled um, edge and then you do short row shaping just a little bit and then you do an increase round before you get to the color work. Mm-hmm. And... I cast on 120 stitches. I did all the short rows. I did the rolled neckline. Um, I went to do the increases. And I was like, how am I going to get from 120 to 128 if I'm increasing this often? I was like, I'm going to have way more than the number of stitches than I need. And then I went back and looked. I was only supposed to cast on 112 for my size. I get, see, and I was like, well, I could fudge it or I could just start over. Yeah, the so right I just started thing. over. Do the right thing for future Katie. Yeah. You know, which is what I told myself to do. After I really considered, like, well, I could easily make up eight stitches yeah. over this this ninety six yeah. stitches, or I could decrease that one sleeve side. That's exactly what like, kind of math I was doing. But why are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's like a twenty row repeat to get the sleeve cuff done. Just do it. Yeah, but then you got to get your mojo working again. Yeah, um, I understand how that goes. So I've been working on that. I also have allowed myself, like, the library apps are really distracting mm. to have. I mean, so, like, you'd think you have all of human knowledge with Google and that creates rabbit hole problems, right? Yeah. There's some, like, high quality knitting books you can get. Mm. So I haven't even gone down that I, direction. I borrowed in, in hand, in person at the Camarillo Library, I borrowed um, Knit Fold Repeat, which is one of Nora oh, Gowen's yeah. more recent books. Maybe her most recent hardcover book. And it's gorgeous. I don't love everything Ooh. in it. But, you know, she's such an inventive. Mm-hmm. Her books are good to flip through. Yeah. There's always interesting things. She's great. She does interesting things with geometry. And in this book, it's about it. It holds some of the things I find um, fascinating in um, like high concept pattern draping mm. um, and then takes it to knitting. So there's a lot of cool things in there. So I'm picking like the most mundane thing to make. It's called patch. Uh-huh. And it's kind of a bat wing shape sweater where you, it's constructed modularly. Um, you make garter stitch patches and um, kind of like this interesting dotted seed stitch sort of pattern. That's mm. kind of seed stitch in a field of, of stockinette. Um, and then you do mitered squares. <clears throat> And I am, of course, using our favorite yarn. Yep. Um, I was going to tell someone that they should use my favorite yarn as they were getting ready to tell me that they're done buying yarn from Michaels and Joanne's. <laughs> <laughs> like, but wait, this one's actually but this is a good, good. one. Can <laughs> you see that label? Because that was at Michaels. This is patents. Oh, I that's a different one. I Michaels. like when I talk about our favorite yarn. I never have the label, but oh, today I do. I have one too. Uh, Lux Merino from Loops and Threads from Michaels. Yarn Lane. Yarn. 
Lux Marinos. Marinos de Lux. Oh, cool, 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 cool. It's lovely. Yeah, it's such a good yarn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's even nicer this, like, time yeah, around. last time. Because mm-hmm. it feels like it's more consistent. Like, the yes. spin's more consistent. My stitches a are a little neater. Yep. Yeah, it feels just a little more buttery. Yep. Um, so this is Patch. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that looks cool. Yeah, it's cute. It feels... A little bit of a dolman. I like it. Yeah, it feels a little bit like something Elizabeth Zimmerman would have cooked. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, square upon square. Some you're supposed to sew together. Like, they don't all exactly build off of each other. Right. Um, but I think I'll use, like, I'll kind of use a sew-as-you-go method to... Mm-hmm. Nice. ...do those. So that's very distracting <laughs> from the things I'm supposed to do. Um... What kind of color palette are you doing? I am doing this blushy pink. Uh-huh. I am doing the, there's like a nice pumpkin color. Yep. Um, there's a charcoal gray that is got tweed in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a wine color. And there is a, um, like one of the striping ones that's different shades of gray, which oh, is fun. not what I went in there to buy. They have this like multi blue that stripes that, yeah. which is where I really thought I was going to build my color palette off of because it's right up my alley. But then when I looked at it, I'm like, I have so many things kind mm. of like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep trying to buy that yarn. And then every time I put it in the cart, I have so many things that are in that like bluish situation. I mean, you should probably buy a sweater's worth just to have it on hand. You're probably right, <laughs> and I I really love your support and encouragement. Oh, yes. Thank you because for that. Because if you if you were one ball short and you couldn't get it, you would really regret it. It's true. If I didn't have a garage full of the last time they passed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but apparently you do use a stash. I do. Yeah. I do. And you just supplement. Yeah. Stash. What I really want, which I think I may just buy from their website, is I really want to make the field sweater, which is that yeah, very pretty beautiful. one that Prolific Knitter um, tested recently. I don't remember the actual designer's um, name, but it's like just really pretty color or texture. Yeah. And um, you can carry mohair with it. So I have some dark purple mohair and I want their solid purple. Yeah. And I'm going to carry the dark purple mohair with it. That sounds nice. I think it will be very pretty. <clears throat> And I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> Forget all the other sweaters that cry out to be made from that stash we were just talking about. <laughs> uh, and that's all. I mean, I have also been working on samples. So I'm up to my November hat for the uh, the, the uh, knitted hat classes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, all those other things I've talked about are just languishing. But we don't, <laughs> that's we don't talk about. No, well. you don't have to. If we had to check up on every project we ever talked about, I know we would. Our podcast would be eight hours long. Yes, and <laughs> I was thinking. I mean, this. I'm like, I was thinking about this today because I'm like, eh, I think I have one hat to share that I finished. But then I really looked, and I'm like, no, there's a little bit more. Oh, good. Um, but uh, this is almost like a little bit of a confessional. Okay, <laughs> like. Like, am I, am I showing up every time we record to confess what I've said? Yeah, it does feel like that sometimes. You are in a safe space with us. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. I can't I tell that you too. that our listeners aren't going to judge you, but <laughs> we are okay. not going to judge thank you. you. Thank you. And you know what? You don't have to take ownership for, for the, the ears out there. That's true. 
I'm going to tell you right now. Don't judge us. Yeah. And I, I don't think you are. And we won't judge you. Yeah. <laughs> or I won't share what I'm thinking. <laughs> Which, the, I mean, that's a big step, right? True. Yeah. Those are, I guess those are separate things. Um, yeah. You can think whatever you want about me. I can't control that. But keep it to yourself. <laughs> so those are the things I've been working on. Hey, Karen. What have you finished? Um, well... <laughs> Just today. I say there's something missing from your what I've been working on pile. That's good because it, it, it's like due now. <laughs> so um, I have a new pattern coming out in a couple weeks. Um, I'm going to do, hopefully, I was trying to, wanting to do a tester call a couple weeks ago, but you know, life gets in the way. Dang it. Um, stupid life. But um, so I, it's called Twisted Kate and it's a Tunisian crochet and it's got, it's um, like elbow to elbow. It's basically two rectangles. Yeah. But yeah. it has a really interesting way of joining them at the shoulders. And then it gives you the option of doing mattress seam for part of the side seam or doing a tack stitch with two attached decorative buttons. And I have Ooh. one, um, one of each because my, uh, I had a sample crocheter work with me and um, she did beautiful work, and then I realized that my calculations for how much armhole you needed at your elbow are still a little small, and that the side seam left way too much wind flap, you know, side flap opening. So I, I did have to undo her, her, her side seam stitches, and is a testament to how well she did because it was hard to find them by uh-huh. the ends, <laughs> which I appreciate good, good that. You know her. what? Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's a testament to how great you did. That that I had to struggle to find find your ends. Every once in a while, Thank I you have so to, much. I have to take out something like I'm fixing something for somebody, and I'm trying to like figure out where the end is. And some people weave in their ends for seemingly miles and miles, and yeah. I'm like, it's like, what kind of rabbit hole are we going through <laughs> to try and find where this yarn ends? So I'm gonna show them to you. I'm gonna show you first the. It's in 13 sizes, um, but it's got like. 40 inches of ease it's huge because it's going from elbow to elbow there's no real it's just like a big it wears though like a, a blocky sweater it doesn't so this it doesn't is, eat you up so i'm gonna stand up for a minute hopefully y'all can hear me because i'll try to lean down but i'm just gonna hold it up to me no put it on oh okay <laughs> so there's one that's cropped and one that's hip length um, but even a cropped one looks good because this is not the kind of sweater you are ever going to not wear something underneath because it's all lacy. Yeah, that would be scandalous. Cute. That so, is beautiful. Isn't it pretty? Did you block it or did she? She blocked it. Wow. I loved it. Yeah, she, she did a great job. Ends and, because this one has to be blocked before it's seamed because there's certain places where you have to mark it and you... You gotta it know the size. So much more when it's blocked. Nice. So, um, so this is the hip length. Gorgeous. And, uh, and Katie will test. Oh yeah, it, it looks way better. Way better. Okay. She showed me her so, armhole and and the the, the slit, was, but was like <laughs> only like four inches. Uh, that's and then the side seam was four inches, and you had like ten inches of flap. <laughs> so I actually have a sweatshirt like that. And I feel I feel real sexy when I'm wearing it, <laughs> and that's fine if it's a little closer to the body. But this one, I don't know, I, it it feels wonderful. It's it this one colorway is called mulch, and it's part of um. And I can I can I can see she didn't she said that she didn't see that the skeins were very different 
but I can see a very subtle stripiness. Very, very subtle. Yeah, no, I, think I think it's less noticeable than... Because yeah. I had her blend them. Yeah, it looks intentional. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a block. It, if, if you didn't trade off every yeah, other one. it looks great. But that's just... So yeah. that will be a very prominent note in your pattern, right? <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, <laughs> After the, you suffered so the much. These blends, you know, it's just... It's good practice anytime you have something from Indie Dyer because, you know, they're small yeah, all batch hand paints, yeah. All hand paints come with... It's just, you know... I don't know how you can get them perfectly if you're not a machine. So that was the, this, this one's a tonal one. And I don't know, you can see the little bits of silver sparkle. And it's really pretty. That would just be, do you get to keep that? Oh yeah, I bought okay. this. Okay, because that's <laughs> going to be like. Because I, I paid for the yarn for one, the sample, and she paid, and she sent me yarn, the dyer, but she doesn't want all the samples back. We get to keep Because, like, you put that on the under the right, just simple dress, and it's going to sing. Yeah. Well, and it's, inten- that it's intended to, like, like, the sparkle is very, very subtle, and it's intended to, you can wear it over a t-shirt, or you yeah. could wear it over a sundress. Dress it up, dress it down. Um, hold on, I've got, um, I'm going to have you, oh, you know, his hands are free. Katie. Huh. Will you open this up? I'm gonna go grab. Of course, the un, the uh, the clothes that I'm gonna photograph. I have. I couldn't find. Oh, we're getting a full fashion show. I couldn't I love it. I need to dye them, but I okay. but the jumper is so cute. Oh my god, that's adorable! You can wear it with a t-shirt, you... but it's pants. Cute. Uh, it's a jumper, and it's a tank on top, and it has one pocket, and it will. This is going to go under. I haven't figured out which one, but I'm going to dye them semi-solid colors because the um, the summer cactus, which is the variegated one, has a lot of color going on, and mm-hmm. I don't want whatever is with it to, to be fighting it in the photographs. So this one is cropped, but look at those buttons. Nice. Those are perfect. Very pretty. So this one's cropped, and... It's still, I mean, it hits, it hits right about your waist. So it, but, um, and this That's is a flattering length. What's interesting is this is the size eight, but I think our gauges are different because that one felt the small, the size five feels smaller. I mean, it feels bigger than oh, I, I was going to say, shouldn't it? <laughs> no, the size five smell feels bigger and maybe just cause it's deeper in yeah there's more of it but it's hitting me at the elbow i think her gauge was just a smidge bigger but she might have know, blocked it hard too she didn't at first oh. <laughs> and it was smaller and i said oh can you be um this is the size i got and but i blocked it aggressively always keeping it out of my head <laughs> <laughs> Black um, not out of it well, and this one kind of needs it to really open it up, but oh yeah, but the, it's kind of boat neck, um, but not a really wide boat neck, so it's it's it feels like it's just gonna stay on. Yeah, so it's not slipping off your shoulders. Not at all. The way the fabric works out makes a really pretty mm-hmm. decorative edge all on its own. Yeah, it makes its own little scallop, and when you block the neck, you. Like I, I put a note in the pattern to only pin block at the at the peak to intentionally keep that scallopy yeah. shape at the neck, but then to go ahead and like use blocking combs or keep it flat for the side seam for the shoulder seams. So it's really comfortable and it's very soft. 
So nice. This the the yarn dyer is Aquarius makes. Uh, Fatima does a really beautiful, beautiful job, and I could see when she introduced. Uh, we had like a a chat going on with this, with the seven of us all together with her. Um, uh, and I could see she she showed us her colors, and no one was picking their colors yet. I'm like, I better pick it. And as soon as I picked it, everyone else is like, mulch, mulch, mulch. We all want mulch. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm intentionally picking something these two because I think they they photograph well. They mm-hmm. play well together. Yeah, they're beautiful. And I have, and I totally overestimated how much yard I need. So I only needed like little more than half of what I estimated. Oh, that's refreshing nice. with crochet. I mean, I don't know if Tunisian follows the Four skeins. Rules. Four skeins for the size 8. Nice. Cro- for the f- size 8 cropped and only 5 to have it a little bit longer. Cool. But anyway. So that's pretty reasonable. I, that's, a... I feel like that makes it into the realm of like a knitted sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Easily. Um, and then I, I, I needed something quick because I I've had a more than a week of migraines and my brain is like hurting um so i need a quick project and i the same people that sell the stitch shoppers um fox and pine stitches uh had a really cute pdf pattern and etsy had reminded me you haven't downloaded that in seven days and i go to download it but there's no actual link to download i saw that that you were having that conversation. I don't know why. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Why did I send it from the studio email? Well, I don't know why. I have to, sometimes I could be sending from the studio email all day long at work because it, my <laughs> phone just defaults to it sometimes. Try real not. Real so she was not. really nice. And she sent it to me this morning and I got yarn and I finished it. Nice. It is the snowman hat. That's cute. Adorable. It's a snowman and it has duplicate stitch and a duplicate stitch for part of it and another type of stitch that's where it's on top, but it's just crosses. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the mouth and for the eyes. And then a pom pom. Which Cute. over the years I've lost my pom pom makers. So oh. I bought another set. Speak hmm. up next time because I got a jagillion. Yeah. It's a specific number. Jagillion. Jagillion. They make that many. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's why I was like, I didn't know if, is, does your favorite yarn come in a super chunky? Oh, no. No, it's Aww. just that. Yeah. It's just the weight that it is, and it's... That's why it's so delightful, because it's a sport weight, high-quality yarn, so it meets, like, all the patterns. Yeah. It's really hard to find a good sport weight, too, because there's fingering and there's DK. Yeah. And sometimes the the ranges get close, which really they should just call it sport. But it's one of the things I like about um what are we talking about? Oh, dyed in the wool is spin cycle. Is there's dyed in the wool is a sport weight. Which is a nice yes. in between. Yeah, I but think is it it's two hundred yards to fifty grams. Yeah, it's I think it's one of those that could go in a lot of directions. It's fluffy. Yeah. Like it mm. blooms a lot. And I think that blooming is what puts it into the sport versus fingering category. Well, some patterns use it as a fingering weight and some patterns use it at a DK weight. So it's, yeah, it could be convinced either way, I think. Have you tried the Spin Cycles bigger version? I've never knit with any Spin Cycle yarn. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, 
I, it's, it's expensive. It yeah. 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 Well, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've made so many sweaters where I <laughs> No, I've made two hats. Yeah. <laughs> I do have enough to go into a sweater as an accent color. Uh-huh. And that keeps, it's it's right in the doorway of my sweater. I had it bought trying to distract me. a sweater's worth at one point with a couple different shades that I was going to just blend together and... Over time, I'm like, this is just sitting in the stash. I'm not really going to do that. And so I actually sold off a few of my skeins to to have. But I could only do that. It always seems to happen right after I've organized my stash. If I organize my stash, then I'm like, yeah, you need yarn? Huh. What do you think about these? You can buy them off me if you like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I can only do it if I can just access it right away. So anyway. Cute. That's adorbs. Where am I? You look great in your snowman yeah, hat and your perfect, in your perfect lace. blend of elegance and playfulness. <laughs> so it's I like, know, I just, do you want to build a snowman? I love that song. Don't get me started. <laughs> Better you than but, me. <laughs> okay, but these buttons. They're made for it. Oh, they're these iridescent, but they have a patina on them and they're like a, a check glass kind of bead all in one. They're just so pretty. Um, so that's my option of part of me when I'm sewing the buttons on, I'm like, was this really faster than a side seam? No, no. actually it's not. It just adds a little something. <laughs> it just a little something, something. So this, this makes it my fan for my fancy dress one, maybe for the, we'll see. Well, they're both beautiful. Anyway, thank you. Nice. We're excited to see those. I mean, I'm excited to see those finished. And if there's I any Tunisian crocheters that listen <laughs> Uh, to us, of course. By the time, by the time this comes out, the tester call will be done. But look for it on our website. Yeah, Twist, you twisted just, cake. Like, uh, you know, buy the powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it. It's That's just called that way because it's a variation of a Catherine wheel, but with, on Tunisian, it has a little more of a twist to it. So cool, cool, beautiful. That's it. Um, That's pretty nice. great. Yeah, it's so exciting when a big project gets finished. Uh, yeah, I was like. I was happy not to, I would have gotten done like two weeks earlier, but I had to rip a, a lot of it, like eight you inches had back. To start, yeah, you had to start, I start over again. It was, awful. Yeah. it was worth it though, because it I'm really, <laughs> but you know what? It's worth it. From now on, I'm a believer in blending. Well, yeah. It's always, it's one of those things that's like, I don't think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll blend those yarns. And then I sit down to like make the thing and I'm like. Oh, I got to think about this. Like, I got a plan. When I was knitting my, working on my critical knit sweater, the background color is like a dark gray. And when I bought the yarn, I bought it from Michael's and I did like a, like a store pickup. So I didn't pull the skeins. And then I thought later, I was like, oh, I should have looked at dye lots. And I didn't think about it. I grabbed the first ball and I cast on and I started the yoke. And then I looked and one of the balls of yarn is a different dye lot. But I didn't have the ball band from the first one I used. So I was like, is this, which one of these dye lots is it? So I picked one that I thought it looked like. And I keep staring at it. And I'm like, I think I can see a difference. But I don't show I, me. I don't think I can. Um, do you notice anything in my dark gray background color? Not at all. Okay, good. It would be like right here-ish no. that it changes Absolutely not. okay good because my uh, i do have one that is different so i'm gonna knit the sleeves with the 
main color, I mean, I guess, um, and then save the one that's different to blend into the bottom of the body if Perfect. I need to. Yeah. Um, which is another reason I'm doing the sleeves first so I can see like exactly when I need to swap out colorways. But like, I don't think about those things when I start the project. No, I, I should start. And that's okay, as long as you think later on, if you have strategic places where there's a natural break in the pattern, yeah, that's a that is an okay. That's a place where it's the least noticeable. It's okay that if you don't, as long as you have a, a way to work it in. Yeah, it would have been very um, jarring if it didn't match because it's like right here at the color work yoke where your eyeballs are going to be looking and it's like oh shoot like i realized it after i had finished all this color work and i'm like well i'm not going to go back and blend it i'm not going to go back and fix it i'm just going to have a line here and just pretend like it's okay but i was lucky that it worked (laughs) well the point your point of not having the ball band i seem to never be able to keep the ball band with this yarn yeah and i that's i think my one complaint about this yarn completely unstable balls yes like so unstable i have ended up rewinding them yes. near the end of the yeah. ball of yarn because they just fall apart yeah i should do that before i start the ball of yarn but i don't, yeah. don't want to do that goes back to the planning <laughs> no, exactly and, and, i don't and that do that delays you when you just want to get going yep i am on the modular sweater patch i am actually center pulling so that i can try to keep the ball band on it that's what i'm doing with it. mine it doesn't together. work great near the end. Right. Well, because that's what happens from center pulling. Yeah. <laughs> but with like a cake, it usually like stays together well enough. Yeah. This is, was like a total mess. Oh, so I had to like pull it all out, find the end, wind it on my ball winder, but which is fine. Were, but if you were outside pulling, it wouldn't be better. No, like, no, no. Whole hanks of this yes. fall off. <laughs> and I don't like outside, like pulling from the outside of any ball of yarn. Oh. So... Yeah. I'm an outside puller because I don't like the disaster at the end. Yes. I'd rather risk that than have my ball of yarn flopping all over the place when I'm trying to knit. Right on. Um, what have you finished, Katie? I have been still focusing on my Christmas gift knit list. Or not knit, but gift Making list. Because yeah. um, I was talking to, I think I talked about this last time, but I asked James, I was like, how stupid is it? for me to try and make all my Christmas gifts this year. Um, I'm probably not going to make all of them, but I have a significant number of them done. That's impressive. It's uh, it's October. I know. Wow. wow. Um, I'm doing all the like, not the little things, but like, you know, I have my gift list is like, here's all the people that need presents. And then there's a couple big ones. It's like something for James is a bigger thing than anybody else is getting. And then my family does, um, like a secret Santa, so you don't have to buy presents for everybody, and right. that usually ends up being like a bigger thing. Like I knit my aunt a sweater last year for that, which I don't don't think I'm going to do that this year. But um, so I have finished lots of zipper boxy bags. Um, I'm making the Holland pouch, which I've talked about before. I really really like that pattern. Um, I have finished eight of them this month. Wow! So here's two oh, of them. They're so cute. That I have finished lately. Oh, I love, I love the colors. Um, so they're like quilted with uh, foam interfacing. Um, I used uh, metallic like foam metal zippers. Uh, and it's been really fun to like think of the person and be like, their favorite color is blue or whatever, and then mm-hmm. put the pairs together. So this one mm-hmm. was stash. Um, this one is I bought the fabric because it reminded me of the person. Mm. So I have it's adorable eight of them done looks like it's perfect yeah i was just lucky that i had those two things there's six more of them in my office this is the medium size 
most of the ones that I've made are the larger size because it's you need fat quarters for them. So it's like you might as well make as much yeah. as you can. This one from Stash, I was limited by this piece of fabric I had. So that's why I made this one a medium. But most of them are the large size. Um, and they're really fun because I like to look at the fabric and figure out how I'm going to quilt it. They're all straight line quilted, but some of them are like diagonal. Some of them are... Show me the inside again. Um, they are... Binding. Yeah, they've got oh, binding. Looks so cute inside. Yeah, most of them. This one doesn't have one. Um, I put my label on the inside. That one didn't have one, but this one also doesn't have one. Oops! I put my label on in the inside of most of them, I guess, <laughs> except for this one. That's that nice. Are very cute. Yeah, now, I thought that was now, a good. Now, why do you put the, the the label on the inside? Just so they can see it, but it's not necessarily. I, I'm not making them to sell, so it's just like I have a bunch of these labels, and I thought it would be cute to put my little name in there. I like that um, idea. So Every time they open it, it, it is Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Katie thought of me. So there's a bunch of those that I finished. This has been my like um, house sitting project because it's like I when you're bringing like sewing along with you, I need all the accoutrement for like various projects. Like if I were quilting, I'd need different supplies, you know. So I just brought the supplies to make pouches because I knew I'd have to make a bunch of them, and I think I still have at least one more to make on my gift list for the number of people that I want to give them to. Um, what did James say? You said you asked James if you were crazy. Or oh, he was like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he was like, well, what do you think? And he knows that it was a bad idea. But I was like, I'm just going to get started and see how many I can make. See, I, I think that you're usually the voice of reason, at least among the three of us. Okay, good, because I am not the voice of reason in my in my house. So I'm just curious, like, where James falls in oh, that no, he's like, like, spectrum. Katie, no. <laughs> um, I have I, I have this, like, theory just because I've been on the internet and, like, uh, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok seems to know a lot about me that I don't know about myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I have, like, completely convinced myself that I have ADHD. Oh, yeah. Just from, like, oh, no. the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> the algorithm has taught me this. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you have. <laughs> James but sent- I also have ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James sent me <laughs> this. Um, straight from Instagram. <laughs> James sent me this uh, reel that was, like, this guy talking about his wife who's, like, He's like, her ADHD brain, she's like, work on this project. And then Squirrel, you're jumping over here to do this thing. And then, oh, look at that shiny thing. And he said, at the end, it was like, it looks like Etsy took a shit all over our living room. <laughs> and I was like, that's exactly what it looks like. Okay, so I was going to ask you who that couple was, because there's a couple I really like where he's normal and normal. Not neurodivergent. <laughs> Neurotypical. Okay, there you go. Um, and she's got like half blue hair and half black hair. This was like a stand-up comedian. Okay. I don't know who it was, but <laughs> if I can find the video, I'll put it on our um, like our Instagram or something. Yeah. He, he, I don't think he would say that punchline. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe James felt seen. I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's he's uh reasonable to be like, can you make all those things? And I'm like, yeah, I can make all those things. <laughs> uh you know we'll see um i made two of those uh big dice energy that's like oh, this that's name the pattern great oh yeah. i'm really happy did you with block these. them already because no they're so, really they're so smooth it's very thank you. beautifully made thank you thank you what a cool pattern yeah this is a really fun project the, the way that the decreases right, right? is 
gorgeous. I know. I'm very happy. Mm. I, like this was really fun to make. I love when the design is in the decreases shows yeah. intention. I was very um happy with how they turned out. You get this like cool star at the top. Um I had a lot of fun making these. So there's one, they're both like a heathered gray background. One of them is red, one of them's blue for two different friends of mine. Um and they kind of turned out a little bit big, but they're both big dudes with I'm assuming big heads. So um I'm going to block them lightly. I haven't woven in the ends yet. Um but those two are done. Those are stunning. And then are you ready for something cute? Uh, yeah. This is my dragon dice bag. <gasps> I have not been able to stop thinking about Isn't this since you showed it to me. He's so, so cute. cute. You can hold him. I want to say so cute. <laughs> um, it's a little dragon, a little amigurumi crochet dragon. He's holding oh a little a little bag, a little drawstring bag. The pattern is very lacking, but it's one of those where it's like, Look here's the pattern. Wings. I know. I thought the and wings were so spine. cool. The oh, pattern was like, here's the version excellent. you can buy, or you can get the free version from my website. No. And no. so I got the free version from the website, because I was like, oh, I can figure it out. But I'm like, there's a lot left to be desired of this pattern. So I'm hoping if you pay for it, that there's you get a more. Because it's just like, here's all the pieces. And then it's like, where, what sort of, and there's no good pictures of it. I'm like, what do I do? Ugh. So I had to use my best judgment for a lot of it, but... Um, I was telling Kevin and Mirabella about this. Yeah. And Mirabella's like, that sounds like something everyone in the family would love to receive as a gift. They're really fun. <laughs> um, but I have other plans. How long, how long, how long did it take? <laughs> I wasn't working on it consistently, but no. it didn't take that long. I mean, it's crochet is not like, That's you know, true. a huge commitment. All of That's the pieces true. are quick to make, but then it's like all the assembly and the, yeah. and all the things that go with it. So, um. I am sad that I don't get to keep him, but maybe I'll make one for myself because he is really, really cute. He's really cute. Um, he's red. He's a red dragon with um, sort of like a dark red. I want to do iridescent pastels. Yes, you should. You should do that. In D and D, there's there's. I want Katie to do that and then give it to me. <laughs> okay, and, and I'll learn. And I'll learn to play just so I, just so I have a reason to have a dice bag. So okay, Katie, I mean, you, you can put anything in it. Right. It's a dragon. He holds a treasure trove, so you could put your gold coins in it. There. You can put um, your yarn in it. You yeah. can put your stitch markers in it. It doesn't have to be dice. He's just holding a little bag. Or you can make him and not make him hold a bag. He could just be a dragon. No, the, I think the bag no, part's the bag. really... Right? The bag. He's Important. very cute. Plus, it, it kind of balances him so he doesn't fall over. Yeah. In um, in Dungeons & Dragons, there's colored dragons. There's like red, blue, green. And they all... Like green is like... Uh, acid damage. Blue is like a water dragon. Red is fire. And then there's like the... Um, can't remember what they call them like the metallic dragons so there's mm -hmm. gold and there's silver and i don't know what they all do but they are yeah there's all kinds of lore so rainbow pastel iridescent probably is in that metal probably i would guess yeah, yeah i guess you could get away with that um, um so katie you are learning yes i i thought it would be fun at my house to like have a sunday night D, &D mm -hmm. with my kids and have alexander who does dm every once in a while um like brdm yeah but it it only happened once yeah <laughs> like uh what do you think the learning curve is it's pretty because i was finding it pretty steep it is steep i have been exposed to it a lot before i ever played so i had a general idea of how things worked without yeah. ever having like sat down at the table to play but like so, all the classes of the characters and stuff you you get i mean for your first character there's lots there's different they call them races but they are renaming them into something else um so there's different types of like humanoids you could be you could be like a human you could be a 
a dragon person. You can be a gnome. You could be a dwarf. There's like, you pick that. And then you pick your character, uh, like aspect. Class yeah. is the name of it. So you could be a wizard. You could be a, um, a rogue. You could be a, you know, there's all a, bard, a fighter, a, a, healer, a bard. Yeah. There's, so you pick the two things and you put them together. And your first character is not going to be like, like you'll learn. Like, oh, I want to be that thing. But you don't really know until you've played a little bit. Yeah. So my character that I'm playing now is a half-elf druid, which being a druid is very fun. Yes. Because you can turn into, like you use magic, you could turn into various animals um, and then you act as the animal to be like, like me as a... As a half elf, I don't have that much like strength or ability in a fight, but I can transform into like a bear and use the bear's instincts or whatever oh. to fight. But I have learned in playing that I'm like, this is fun, but I want to be that thing next. Like that thing looks fun. <laughs> I want to try and do that. So I don't think that the learning curve is like super, super steep, especially if Alexander has DM'd before. Like the learning of the, you buy yourself the player's handbook. You flip through it and you pick something. Yeah, okay. You know, and then and all he, you have to do is read the chapter for your type of class. He right? gave me an app too that was helpful in like building it. Uh huh. But I also he like created this quest and we didn't go where he wanted us to oh, go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so that's a problem. Sort of why like it didn't happen. Yeah, more. yeah. He's like, I'm uh, taking my toys and going home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a very good DM. Well, he tried to be patient with us, but that's like not his, you know, best. Yeah. Dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. best. Um, or G- GM, you could say game master. Yeah. But yeah, James is our DM, so he runs the game. And then we play with his cousin and his cousin's partner and our friend, um, who all of these various dice-themed things are for uh, for Christmas. Um, I, I'm assuming none of them listen to the podcast. They, I would be surprised if they did. Um, That'll teach you to be a supportive friend. Uh, yeah, right? Spoiled. That's what you get. <laughs> Um, those literally, are, those are the yeah. This is what you're getting. Um, maybe I'll like block them on Instagram if they follow the studio account because I'll post pictures. I don't think that they probably do. Um, what have you finished, Dan? Um, I have a, had a had a palooza. Had a palooza. Had a palooza. So I'm, I thought you said I have had a palooza. I I did run the words together. <laughs> um, I have had a hat a palooza. So uh, this this uh, quarter, quarter this uh-huh. third of the year, um, continuing on with all the year of hats from um, Kelborn Woolens, and so September came and went. Uh, I like that it's one. It's a nice hat. I liked it. It was kind of fun to make. It's this very like fun pattern where you slip and pass over and then you make one in the middle of those two stitches mm. and it was a fun one to make i feel like i've done a sock with that stitch pattern before i can see this on a sock like it's i feel pretty. like it's one of the, like hermione's everyday sock or something uses oh, yeah, that that could be sort of pattern it does look like that something yeah, like I can that see that uh and then october's hat i actually i haven't made a real and i don't know how long i saw that it was great yeah mm-hmm. um and so I made a reel of unveiling the tubular cast on. Nice. It, isn't it pretty? I love that. Can I see it? I've never done it turning into a two by two ribbing. And it's and that's so what's, pretty. That's nice when you can. That's a nice way to do that because like the method that I was using is one one only. You can't do it. It doesn't yeah. work for two two. I feel like I have, but I would have no idea how to do well, it without looking it up the at this one point. By one, it was the same setup as when I've done one by one, but it... Um, 
you rearrange it when mm. you're done with um, the setup rounds. You like move the stitches around or yeah. whatever. And this hat really needs to be blocked because right now it's very much like a skull cap. Like a watch cap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like a sailor. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it covers the top of my cute. ears, which is mm-hmm. all I need for California. That's true. Um, I'm pretty happy with how that one turned out. That's a pretty color, too. Um, then my favorite hat of all the hats I'm teaching. This, That's a great so I really one. hope people sign up for it, is Hecla. Everybody make a Hecla. It's um, a pattern it that so pretty. comes with... Thank you. With... Um, it comes with a mitten, but we won't be doing that in class, but you'll um, get a little added value. Um, I can't... Mosaic. Okay, so it uses mosaic crochet, which is very fun. It is fun. So it's a way of doing, like, you know, a, kind of a color work pattern in crochet. And I am not a fan of crocheted ribbing, mm-hmm. but when you're actually doing a crocheted hat, you have to follow the rules. If you're teaching it, yeah. But I... Yeah, if you're teaching it. <laughs> if you're doing it yourself, do whatever I've been the heck you want. to knit the ribbing, yeah. bind it off, and then make my crochet hat off of it. But I love this so much that I was happy to make this ribbing. And I've got two more started. This was the Knitting for Olive yarn Mm -hmm. and so it only used a little bit of the four colors that i made in this first one and um i love it the sample is two colors right or is is two or many okay i couldn't remember i love it gives you the option i love that it's a a four color right this i did four colors so you could do any number of colors yeah um i'm gonna do one in worsted weight that uses up because i as soon as i finish (laughs) this is a good motivator for me even though it sounds probably one of my crazy scheme sort of things (laughs) i have to finish the one thing so that i can then make the next thing yeah Mm -hmm. so i have to finish my worsted weight northerly because there's going to be a little a lot of bibs and bobs from that that are like substantial but i don't want to make another bibs and bobs sweater i've made like five over the last year um so i'm hoping that uh worsted weight hecla will use those up this pattern can be done in any weight yarn nice oh, wow. um so i've got two more in this fingering weight going and one of them will be a two color because I kept it kept ringing in my head that you guys are like, oh, it doesn't look really pink until it's next to the pink, the ballerina color. Yeah. So I'm I have enough to do the two pinks together. Mm-hmm. And then I have, was it called dark moose? <laughs> yeah. The brownish color, and then the mustard color, and then I found a mohair that kind of has both those colors in it and a few other colors mm-hmm. so i think that'll be in their real short color burst so i am interested to see how that plays in the color work it might that be a disaster or it might be great cool <sighs> i Hats. really like that one and then i'm gonna pretend that this pattern this class didn't go because um of timing because mm. you never know at the beginning of a schedule yeah and i'm gonna try offering the cur- like 12 crocheted hats next year so i'm rescheduling this if nature walk beanie look good to anybody yeah. <laughs> look for it next year and this is a fun hat too i like because it's done sideways yeah cute and it's a uh, it's half double crochets and slip stitches and oh, through wow. the back loops i didn't realize that was fun. crochet yeah it's a but cool it, pattern. It is a really cool texture. Yeah, nice. It, it has, like looks it. It, it makes it look like it's got cabling, but it's. I'm lightly annoyed. Oh. Because, I, needed a new ball to finish two, rows. Oh yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> but I'm gonna put this in that worsted weight heckla, so it's okay. <laughs> because now it's dash. Well, this 
color is one of my absolute favorites. It's just a beautiful royal blue. Um, so I think I'll make the, that'll be the color that becomes the, um, the band, <laughs> the Brit, what is this? The ribbing. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Karen's problems are not allergies, but my problems are totally allergies. My sinuses are real clogged right now and I cannot think because there's no oxygen. <laughs> Your brain is clogged. Yeah. <laughs> I also know what that feels like. Yeah. They have, that's they why, have that's asthma, what I was figuring. So. I was thinking maybe you're suffering peak week too, which it really could be. It's fun to say. Peak it sounds week. like you're peak like week. doing something exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to breathe over here. <laughs> so those four hats are what I finished. Nice. I am sad that my sweater's not on that list, but next month. Yeah. Or not. No, no, it needs to be because it's a class. Oh, that one. Yes. <laughs> yes. My husband's always said, of all the things I could suck at doing, breathing is probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's probably the gosh, worst one. I wish that was further down the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little important. A little bit. So those are all the things nice. we made. Good job, everybody. What? What are you? I was just surprised I had FOs. <laughs> yeah. It's a good feeling, huh? Yeah. The purple, even though I didn't do most of it. I did have my hands on it, so yeah. recount part of it. <laughs> well, you're kind of the grandma of it, too. Yeah. You know? Oh, Right? Aww. Like, you made it by it making pattern. the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, what's we everybody were, yeah. excited about this month? Um, there, Karen, what are you excited about? Uh, my mind is blank. <laughs> <laughs> I got... I don't... Um, well, birthdays. By the time this is done, we will have had... I will have already done uh, the birthdays. Two out of my three kids have the same birthday, just six years apart. So nice. I'm looking forward to that because they, I always make a special meal and they get to pick the dessert and they like it when I make it from scratch and not just pick something up. So they said one year they had, they wanted grilled cheese and homemade tomato, mm. red pepper soup. This year it's shepherd's pie, but with a crust, you know. I know. I tried to say it's. They go. Why do they call it a pie if it doesn't have a crust? I go. Why they go? Why don't they call it shepherd's casserole? I go. <laughs> I go so I will put a separate section for myself that's that's, that's crust free. But but we're doing it with lamb. Kevin just made a lamb shepherd's pie, and I wasn't sure because you know lamb can be like amazing or it can be gamey. It was delightful. And the second best part was he made so much filling that he made two. So the next night dinner was taken care of too. There you go. <laughs> well, and that's kind of what I'm doing this way because the I'm not doing a homemade crust. I just buy pie shells. And I know they don't hold very much. So I do. And they come in a two pack. So there you go. Two pies. There you go. Um, I'm going to mix it with bison. Ooh. I made a chili a week ago. I guess I'm obsessed with cooking. I um a week ago I made a chili, but I ground the meat myself. Mm. And part of it was a pot roast, and part of it was like a pork like pork loin. Um, and had a little extra fat, and the family was like, "Wow, this is really good." It, I'm like, I guess when you grind it yourself, it makes a difference. Yeah, <laughs> but most of the time I'm never. You're probably do that. using high quality meat. <laughs> Which is not always what you're getting I got when it's sprouts. I got it at Sprouts. And yeah. they have pretty good meat. It's not... I'm probably not going to grind my own with stuff I got from, like, Main Street Meats, which is has great meat, but... Or Laird's. I'll save that for something else, but... Anyway. 
Nice. I guess I'm just obsessed with uh, making making the cooking. Shepherd's um, pie is so good. Yeah. You're going to do right by that. My very first <laughs> recipe and my, my favorite is actually a Linda McCartney vegetarian recipe. Mm. But since I have cel- since the celiac, I, I can't have the meatless stuff. Yep. But it fooled my, my meat and potatoes uh, parents. It just it's just good comfort food. Mm-hmm. Meat and gravy and potatoes. Yep. Um Who I else? am I was trying to think of what I uh was have been excited about this month. James and I have been watching um I don't remember if I talked about it or if I mentioned it, The Legend of Vox Machina. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um so we finished the second season uh this week, which I'm sad about because it was so good. Aww. And we have stumbled upon it um two seasons in and the second season was just released this year so there won't be one for i don't know a year or so which is sad but uh my obsession with the bear makes me feel your pain yeah well i'm gonna have to check it out because i didn't know what it was about but yeah if you are at all interested in the dungeons and dragons sort of realm it's just a good show on its own you don't have to know anything about the game to watch the show uh but it's on amazon prime and it is great it's a group of voice actors who do a show um like a podcast youtube show um that's really really popular and then they took their characters and they voiced them in the cartoon uh so it's very fun so if you've watched the show um it's like you get to see all the little characters in real life it's it's a very fun it's and it's a really good show it is violent and um because it's you know murdering dragons and stuff but Mm. it's really good (laughs) uh yeah and i'm looking at my instagram because that's a real good place to trace your obsessions right and i've got like a whole lot of creators to share with you that you all might already be into uh landon ashworth directs he has conversations with his four and three-year-old that he acts okay and his four-year-old always wears this cowboy hat (laughs) and talks like daddy so like he's this like southern cowboy gentleman and then dad is just dad yeah and he he's like so annoying like a four-year-old but just a little bit more precocious yes and then he does things like he asks daddy this million questions after he's climbed into bed and he's like then he has this big wind up about all the superheroes he loves and it ends with i do not think they're better than you daddy (laughs) and then flips to daddy and he's like trying not to cry (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i've seen him and it just hits me in the feels because it's like oh your children love you and they're just trying to be in this world but they are such little (laughs) a-holes yeah (laughs) even though they're just being themselves being them so he can't help it he nails that presentation with a lot of like love and humor next dr dj's heart have you seen this guy no i haven't i'd like to is this dreamy college professor and i just came across him he seemed like a real sweet guy he's got they've got a young family dot dj yeah. And he sold me on himself when he, because he just does these style videos. Uh-huh. And he's like, I've been asked what my style is. And I really think it's like the core of it is Dwayne Wayne from a different world. Yes, totally. And I have always crushed on Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> and this guy's very crushable. And he's so devoted to his family and his job and all that oh, stuff. Awesome. So it makes him even hotter. <laughs> um, he's just so sweet. <laughs> I have been interested in watching I, i'm always 
cute sweaters. excited when I see <laughs> fashion is fantastic yeah. when I see a male like fashion influencer because yes. I'm like there's a guy I follow I think his name is I think his username is Kyle from Insta but he's like a plus size male like a uh, fashion blogger he, or whatever that, it sounds familiar you've probably he come across him like comfy yes very, yeah, yeah i like him yeah, yeah i like him but i like when i see like different kind of style videos yes. like that that's cool. yeah yeah um there's more <laughs> okay hit me with them <laughs> well what i was really looking for is i came across this like a very cool um account with all this like very carefully crafted Japanese like traditional kitchen items mm. but I can't find that I know I'm following it so Are I'll share that Are they the ones that make time. like clay teapots and they're like I think so. Making them by hand Yeah, yeah and like seen. yesterday's video that came across my feed I don't know how recent it is because it's all jumbled up stop the algorithm um, was them making tea whisks so that mm. made me think of you Karen <laughs> Okay this is like my heart Gabriel the Queen. Okay. I feel like I've seen him before. He's gorgeous with insane makeup. That blue and beard. he always Aww. colors his beard different colors. <laughs> and then he shares, he's usually sharing something that's like some very like, I know how the world is and I'm going to tell you how the world is. Uh-huh. The gospel according to me. And so he's like, he'll say something kind of explicit and be like, nobody cares. But check out my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so beautiful. And so snotty. It's wonderful. That's very fun to watch. I love him. <laughs> um, her. I, he, Gabriel does not have their pronouns up there. Um, I think that was it as I scroll through here. But nice. Gabriel the Queen is. That is fun. All the sass you need in the day. And more. <laughs> uh, just double checking here. Because there's been some good stuff. I really tried to back off my Instagram use the last few months. It's so hard. But I but every now and then I come across something that says liked by Anland twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> well like, this month hey, I it's, it's she's just so much yeah. more onto it than okay. I am. Last thing I wanna share. It's an upworthy post, uh-huh. but it's from Katharina Wallen. Okay. She came across this little bumblebee. Oh, that only had one wing. At first, she started by bringing it one flower. Yeah, and then she got it some sugar water, and and that's when like the more she spent time with it, she saw that it only had the one wing, and now it's like their pet bumblebee. Oh, oh, how sweet! And I'm just waiting for the video to get to the point where it is so fat and happy with pollen all over it. They bring it fresh flowers every day and they put it in like a little terrarium. Look at this! Look at this! Oh, he's so cute! He's just going crazy! He's like... Pollen, pollen everywhere. And then they built her a little cave because she's a bumblebee. Yeah. So she's not a hive dweller. Oh, that's so cute. Um, This reminds me of like adopting an insect. There's a praying mantis that lives in the cherry tree in my parents' backyard. (laughs) And James goes out and checks on him every day, um, fitting a name to Manti. So every day it's like, we got to go check on Manti, see if he's still there. And he's been there for like two months. Wow. And he lives in that tree and he's getting bigger. And James is always excited to tell me about Manti. And Manti is green today or Manti is brown today or Manti caught a fly today or Manti did this. And Manti's getting so big. And I'm like, I'm very happy for you and Manti. I want to hear about the birds that Manti eats at home. Yes. Yeah. He, Manti is very small. But... uh 
James is always excited to tell me what Manti is doing and checking on him. And then we had like the hurricane and was like, well, I hope Manti held on. He was still there. Ooh. So he held on tight with his little hands. Good job. Didn't Manti. get blown away. <laughs> I saw somebody's post that said um, that praying mantises, they had like a Greek base of a centaur and uh-huh. then a, a praying mantis side view that they're the closest thing on earth we have to centaurs. Okay. Because they have the oh. four legs on the uh-huh. ground and then they and have then the two, two uh, legs up. I am totally creeped out by praying mantises, yeah. but Manti is kind of... Oh, I have I love praying mantises. Manti's kind of cute, so... Yeah, I, I love it. They like music and they sway. And yep. They do. Enjoy. Yeah, they love, they do. They stick yeah. their little hands out and they yeah. oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Uh, you we can have get a them tree- to dance. We yeah. have a tree frog, and that's he's really cute. <gasps> and he keeps getting into my verna composter, Boom. and he's he eating my worms. worms. Yeah, he's he, like, like I found the, worm- the I found the buffet. I don't. I know he, and I'm like. I could see that he kind of burrowed his way down, and so I packed the oh, dirt more up. Oh, Manti's beautiful. Yeah, he's a cute oh, little guy. Oh, what a great picture. Yeah, so he lives in our backyard. Sorry I interrupted you. No worries. <laughs> and so I'm like, I, I, I blocked his way to the worms. And now he's taken to living in my, I have a box that I store the extra dirt and the fertilizer and all that stuff in. And I think there's spiders that are getting in there. So he and I have come to an agreement. You can bunch on all the spiders you want, so I'm not reaching into my to my box of yeah. gardening stuff. Maybe he eats black widows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hero. There's there's like r- the real big wolf kind. Oh, they're harmless. We get those. They're, they are nice, and I, I like don't want to hang out with them. No, I just don't want to keep walking into their webs. So right you on. have a ton of those really fat orb yeah. weavers. Oh, they're those orbs. They're not wolf. They're orbs. Those I mean, orb weaver. Yeah, they're yeah. But huge. I don't want to hang out with them. No. So I support you. And I don't. Like, I, li- I don't. I like. We there's one outside the back door of the house where we're staying that has built this web, and I'm like, you can live there if you stay there. Yeah. Like, don't scare me. Right. So every day I'm like, walk by. I'm like, you still there? Okay, cool. <laughs> she's, she's still there, but it's just the frog has gotten so used to me that when I reach in, he doesn't even move out of the way. I'm like my I'm like my hand is inches from this frog, but because I haven't chased him off, he's like okay, he's got his spot. we're cool, we're cool. I um don't love tree frogs because they're very noisy, and with a pool they get attracted in the springtime. So the kids like to frogapult them oh. to the neighbor's yard. <laughs> uh, but I learned something funny about spiders. The opposite story that some like it was a picture of a tarantula and like mm-hmm. one of those teeny tiny micro frogs. Uh huh. That there are some spiders that keep those little frogs around because they eat the insects that could eat the spider's eggs. Mm. Oh. So frogs are spider cats. Symbi- spider cats. They're, like the, they're cats. the pets. They're the of cats the sp- of, the of the spider, spider world. <laughs> <laughs> but your your frog is not a spider cat. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Which that's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, also Instagram reminded me that I love Dolly Parton. Oh well, Thanks, yeah, Instagram. obviously. <laughs> She's got a new record coming out i don't know how good it's gonna be <laughs> we love dolly i don't listen to dolly i like dolly's old stuff yeah i love dolly's old there's stuff. there's some real gems in there yeah. but i'm not listening to any new releases from dolly no. they're not but on she the top has, of like, my list there's some vinyl me or something there's some like it's a new release record, of classic stuff yeah like record program where artists are remastering stuff and mm. or you know oh, re-releasing cool. it so she does announce one of her classic albums out on vinyl every week. Okay. And then they play a track from it. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, Dolly was born the same week as my mom and Cher. Oh, They're cool. all January 1946. Fascinating. Oh. 
So then I'm like, <laughs> my there's one more thing I want to share. Now I'm thinking about share. My like Google News is trolling me because they keep telling me about how great share like her secret is. She stopped eating cheese 30 years ago. And that's the secret <laughs> to why she looks so good. I've seen this news story like several times and I do not click on it. That is not the only thing she has done. <laughs> That's no, the only like, thing. This is she very... hasn't had any work done right. at all. She just doesn't no eat cheese. extremely no, disingenuous. <laughs> I mean, get all the surgeries you want. Like, I don't care, but, like, don't, don't lie to me. Don't tell me. And told me it's just because you don't eat cheese. Yeah. Your secret is the Blue Zone diet. That's the other way I've seen it trying to be sold to, sold to me. I'm like, mm. I know a lot of people who are lactose intolerant and they don't look like Cher. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but m- lactose intolerant people love cheese more yeah, than any other piece. So much. Uh. Like there's several lactose intolerant people in my life, and they love I've the cut, cheese. I've cut dairy out of pretty much everything. Even mm. I don't have regular ice cream, but cheese. Oh yeah, I will have yeah. cheese. Cheese is life, is what Mirabella says. And, and, and my eldest has said, "You can enjoy that. Just take your lactate first. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. You for just got to prepare. Else. Yeah. So every Friday, I take the kids out for coffee, and the girl, because when I was just taking him, I'd look at him and be like, "You should get oat milk." And he'd be like, well, I don't like oat milk. Yeah, but the people around you want like you to you. get oat milk. <laughs> so that was the whole bit we'd do. But the oat milk is not just an oat milk now. Now you can get flavored oat milk. It's just... Okay, I've come around to it because I'm currently drinking... Because I had indigestion earlier and none of the antacids were working. So I right now I am chugging the pistachio cream oat milk. Cream mm. is a coffee creamer. There's not much of it, but it's coating my stomach and making me feel better. <laughs> well, the girls... <laughs> at love well tea and coffee look him in the eye and say is whole milk okay and they let him make that moral decision every time and he's like yeah whole milk's fine and you're like no no whatever i don't have to spend the day with him (laughs) i know it's not like the right thing to do kiddo (laughs) my nephew owen the six-year-old he has to drink oak oat milk or like coconut milk or some alternative milk he calls it oak milk so he has to have his oak milk if he goes to spend the night at grandma's house it's like do you have oak milk so for his cute. cereal he's so freaking cute although he has decided that coconut milk is his favorite now so i want to tell you guys a gross story really quick okay. every time people talk about cereal milk now uh-huh i was reading this list of like disturbing things that happened to people when they went on um sleepovers when they were kids Uh oh and the one that like there were several like highs and lows on that list but the one that really stuck in my brain is this guy said he went to his friend's house and the more it was a great sleepover in the morning mom poured um bowls of cereal for everybody including herself and the milk tasted extra sweet mm-hmm. and um oh no oh wait <laughs> when mom and and the his friend got done with their cereal oh god I poured the milk back in the container. Oh. <laughs> That's so gross. That oh their, my gosh. That was their cereal milk carton. <laughs> so disgusting. Wow. That's so gross. Oh. I didn't so, need to know that. Um, I think you're richer for it. <laughs> okay, thank you. I mean, it's not like that's something that I'm going to accidentally experience, so I think it'll okay, be okay. So, okay, so I have but. a question. <laughs> Just because... You know, growing up and having to fend for myself, cereal was the one thing as a, as a five-year-old I could make for myself. Right. You know, unsupervised, it's a little different story. So when you're when you're having cereal as a kid, did you have a very specific method in how you 
the whole process yeah. of the bowl? Well, I mean, cereal first, milk over it, eat. How yeah. much milk? Like, to kind of cover it. Like, I actually really like soggy cornflakes, so I would cover my cornflakes and let them soak. I want to have, like, a little bit of my mountain of cereal uncovered, so I can control when the, the cereal goes in. Yeah, any You might ad- be someone who needs that. Any added table bowl. sugar? Yes. I oh, put, it depends on the cereal. Yeah, my I mom should buy on, sugar cereals. So. No, let no. Let's say you had Lucky Charms. I'm not did you adding in, sugar to that. Okay, <laughs> I, my mom didn't buy any kind of sweet cereal, so yeah. we had Cheerios. We did have Frosted Flakes, but we were not allowed to put sugar on anything but Cheerios. So my kids did not experience what I experienced because it was not right. But <laughs> here's my method. Good job, mom. <laughs> You, you you put enough enough of your lucky charms or tricks, you know, um, not fruity pebbles because those are nasty. Um, I also fruity don't, pebbles. So, uh, they just had a weird flavor for me. Easy anyway, to pass to you. Then. Yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> um, but you, you put them you put them in your bowl dry enough to cover the bottom, and then you take two heaping tablespoons of sugar and pour that on top, mm. and then you pour enough liquid just to make them float mm-hmm. and then you take the back of your spoon and you dunk them that's reasonable yeah but two heaping tablespoons of sugar does not dissolve no. in milk no. it makes sugar sludge yes. i was gonna say then Which you get that little too. slurry at the bottom yeah. it's like just... extra snack <laughs> we grew up in yeah. the, the... there's a reason why the teacher said she's got so much energy like the idea of a snack house and an ingredient house yeah, we had an ingredient house. We're an ingredient house growing up and in our life, too. It makes me sad. I live in more of a snack. snack house now, but it was definitely an ingredient house. Totally ingredient up. House. We were an ingredient house until my mother-in-law came. And then now for someone who, do- who doesn't like to eat much, she's all about the snacks. Uh, and yeah. my kids had snacks because she's like every week. And I'm like, yeah, no. We're an occasional snack house. Like it's a treat if I'm going to add a snack to the grocery list. Mm-hmm. Um, but def one hundred percent ingredient house, and my mom wasn't like food restrictive, but she was watching every yeah every grain, <laughs> and that was more you know fine finances than anything. So John, like my brother John, would always make sugar sandwiches. That was like his favorite snack. Sugar what sandwiches, is that? just butter with cinnamon with cinnamon I don't and think sugar. It was butter. My mom didn't know. Even the margin? I think he just got it like wet. <laughs> <laughs> Like wet bread <laughs> and sugar on top. That's yep. disgusting. <laughs> it didn't look appealing to me. James oh. told me the story about not when he toasted. was little making butter sandwiches. I'm not sure toasted actually. Toasted to hold the the, the moisture yeah, a little better. But I don't Ugh. think so. You're saying James about James. Oh, James used to make bacon and butter sandwiches or just butter sandwiches no. which is like maybe there's sugar on it i don't remember but it well, was just butter between two slices yeah, of bread bella will as a treat she enjoys make toast butter and then cinnamon sugar oh that's a great snack. yeah that's yum yummy it's almost fairy toast buttered yeah. saltines i could eat i could i could eat if a whole pack of saltines butter yes <laughs> like if you're having Kerrygold, or i keep seeing that french <gasps> oh, butter yeah Kerrygold. that's all like laminated with salt mm-hmm. in it have you had that no what Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know even butter, where you buy it. Butters and butter and cheese are the two dairy things that <clears throat> they like. Make this cold pressed butter that's laminated with sea salt like in sea it. Salt, yeah, I believe it's a where you French get the butter. where you can actually get the like the little crystals. Little crystals yeah, <gasps> that sounds amazing. Yeah, butter is very important at my house, and 
I remember talking to somebody or somebody's I can't remember how the story goes, but it was like, oh, they said like, oh, we don't really keep butter in the house. It's like we don't have butter in the house. I'm like, what? How do you, what, what do you what? How do you not have butter in your house? And there's like the cooking butter and there's the eating butter yeah. and you don't have just like butter out all of the time. Right. Well, I, I learned that concept of eating butter from you. Yeah. Um, and I every once in a while indulge in some nicer butter, but we always have butter. But when I was a kid, my we were a margarine house. Yeah, we had, I can't believe it's not when I was a kid. Country crock, yep. and which I loved until one day I didn't. Like one mm. morning I got in there and I layered every little square of my waffle and I took a bite and it was the most disgusting oh, thing no. I've ever had. I think there's some, like a food additive that bothers me because the same thing with coffee mate. It's like coffee mate with a little drop of coffee. Sounded yeah. delightful to me. And then one day, Whoa. it was not. Yeah. Um, hmm. Butter, Dolly Parton, Instagram. Nice. Nice. There you go. All right. Yeah. And cheese. Cheese is light. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I got to bring my Gouda, the Gouda home that I left here. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us uh, for another month. And we'll see you guys next time. Um, check out our book club if you want to. Read along with us. What are we reading this month, Karen? It was your choice, and I already I know finished Shirley it. What was Jackson. it? The, Shirley Jackson is the, the sundial. sundial. It's a very quick. <laughs> All I could think of read. was the chainmail. <laughs> I was like, that's not it. <laughs> no, it's a very short. It's it's almost a short. It's almost a short story. It's yeah. it's. It was like, it's like four hours on mm. Audible, like really short. I have um, been reading a lot this month, but I have not gotten to that one yet. So I'm looking. I am to on it. book four. Oh, yeah. Alright, we'll see you guys next month. Bye. 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 Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 